Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelor. Hello, Joey fans. Uh, it's time for another episode with America's favorite Bachelor. He is, I guess. <laughs> Well, the the excitement is palpable. Yep, it hasn't died down. He hasn't messed up yet. Uh, I wonder how long that will last. Probably till Fantasy Suite. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You think he's going to tell several people that he loves them? I mean, they all seem to do that nowadays. Mm, that's, this, that, that, is not, that is not a good idea that is a very bad idea but maybe he won't we'll we'll find out i mean he seems to be handling things pretty well so far so i'm hoping i'm hoping that continues and i'm hoping that he's able to avoid some of these pitfalls that recent recent people you know <laughs> gary <laughs> Clayton and others have uh, really screwed themselves at the end of the season, and have have come up come come off uh, not quite so sparkling as they perhaps would have otherwise, just because of how they handled their last, you know, final four or whatever of, of batch of people. And, uh, you know, things get more and more uh, loaded as far as the stakes are concerned the further you go. And especially once you get to fantasy suites and potentially have sex involved. (laughs) And potentially say the real L word instead of just... I think I'm maybe starting to not, I wouldn't say fall in love, but I stumble in love, maybe. <laughs> Somebody's going to say that. I, I think somebody already has uh, in in this season. But uh, well, we can start with the first group date. Yeah, so another another two group dates, another one-on-one gotta uh i mean we have we have a lot of ground to cover in terms of the the number of contestants that need to go away because we still have what 18 left so yeah something like that so first first one is looking for mrs wright so it's a pageant which is a bachelor tradition. I like this one better than some of the other ones, though. I think having the Askin ladies join was fun. I mean, they only got one hour to rehearse, so that probably explains some of the the choices that we saw. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it it's humorous to me to to see how they always hype these things up, like. This was the first Bachelor, Mrs. Wright pageant. You know, later on, we have the first Bachelor open. It's just like... (laughs) I just feel like we've seen all this before. I'm not quite... How are they claiming this is the first time? I know we've had a Mr. Wright, I think, on the Bachelorette side. Yeah, but have we had a Mrs. Wright pageant you know they just change the name so they can say it's the first thing well it's just it's just funny how uh how they try to make make these traditions like yeah we're gonna have we're gonna have so many bachelor opens (laughs) i mean yeah that seems like it could just be a one and done (laughs) really (laughs) i guess if they want to continue they have to get another bachelor who's crazy about tennis I don't know that that always uh, just it it strikes me as as kind of funny that they 
try to set it up like this is this, you know the olympics it's, it's a big it's deal. high stakes <laughs> it's a huge deal uh, but yeah so that this uh w- this pageant was what three sections uh we have the i guess just the the lazy sunday yeah like loungewear so they had to well, what would you wear on lazy sunday then they had a, a their talent whatever their talent was and then a a q and a so how did you think all that went i mean i found the whole thing funny and entertaining some of it was very cringy but oh, you know yeah. you know i like cringe I still don't understand how or why. It's just the funniest thing to me. So the Q&A part was first. Sydney admitted she has faked it before. Not something I would have admitted out loud. I mean, it uh, is apparently not all that uncommon out there in the... I I feel like especially even more so in a influencer type culture where where maybe casual sex is more of a norm i think that's i just i don't understand why people are faking things <laughs> like that's just not like I, I don't get it i mean you're no things can't improve if you're faking it uh i mean i don't know if we have time to get into a, a full discussion we, about we don't about just, uh, w- w- whether or not and the societal dynamics of of faking orgasms or not faking orgasms <laughs> just thought i'd throw that in there i i mean i don't know so maria gets asked how do you spice things up if like i don't know 30 years from now joey's having what, issues which is just <laughs> that's hilarious to me because what are the odds what are the odds he is going to get married to someone from this season for the in the first place and then have a marriage that lasts that long to them very low (laughs) but uh despite joey protesting that he will be totally fine and functional sexually speaking in 30 years uh she's She's like, oh, I mean, you know, we would add some extra things in. Not really answering the question, but, you know. Uh, I also, I'm not surprised just with my impression of her that Sydney would be the one to say that, yes, she has <laughs> faked orgasms and sex. But you know, eh, we'll we'll get we'll get into into all that. I mean, there wasn't really anything that noteworthy from the lazy Sunday section. They no. all just were in all manner of PJs and sort of sort of stuff like that. And then the talent portion. So we start with Edwina who sings. Mm. I didn't think her singing was that bad. Everybody cheered. Uh, it wasn't the best that I've ever heard. No, but we've heard worse on this show. I was like somewhat impressed. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> however, you might have more of a musical ear than I do. So let's just say it was not nearly as bad as it could have been. So I'll, I'll give it to her. Because it, it, we have heard way, way worse ear bleeding <laughs> horrors on this show before, so uh, I won't. I won't uh, pick on her that much for that. We had Medina doing some yoga poses. We briefly yeah, saw Allison. That was impressive. With a... Yeah. I don't have that that kind of core strength or that balance. I couldn't do that. 
<laughs> we saw Allison with a basketball briefly. Krista attempted to play the trumpet. Well, she blew on it. <laughs> she made she made sound, which is actually, I mean, it's not super impressive, but it is more impressive than it could be if you've never played a trumpet before. You have, though, so I guess you know. I mean, just a little bit. But yeah, you gotta gotta shape your lips a certain way, blow blow through your lips a certain way to actually get some sound. I mean, it didn't sound good, but it was actually you know it was it was a couple toots. <laughs> <laughs> she only had an hour, okay? Yeah. She only had an hour, and she she used what was to what was available to her. <laughs> Maria did some splits and flips, kind of gymnastic stuff. I was I thought that was pretty impressive too. It looked like she'd done that before mm -hmm. and then sydney oh goodness gracious did a cheer routine this was the worst <laughs> thing i've ever seen and i've seen some stuff oh it's pretty bad this is the level of cringe that just really took it over the top for me chanting l-o-v-e joey is the one for me but like they dropped all the like sound out like no background music so it was just so awkward well yeah i mean and she's doing it like by herself it's not like there's a whole group of right people. which is which is kind of a, a counter to the purpose of a cheer and she was trying to get people to go along with her it was this half-hearted like, like joining like you think random people that abc just pulled off from the street to like sit in on this they're not interested in backing her up on on this <laughs> horrible cheer and of course none of, the, none of the other ladies are either no and so she's just doing this horribly awkward cheer completely by herself oh so cringe <laughs> and then as if the first cheer wasn't bad enough she did a second one <sighs> I, spelling out right mrs right that's me i was really sampy was like doubled over <laughs> on the side <laughs> i was crying tears of agony <laughs> pain so much pain uh and just fit with her personality so well <laughs> uh, i really enjoyed that no no it was bad <laughs> then lexi was next and you know someone always has to call the lead on stage and this was her role she said she's the world's best kisser and they make out and i really really phoned that one in but it won her the role of Mrs. Wright, though. So well, yeah, she played it well. Because she got him thinking with his little head. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't very happy about that. And yeah, that someone else should have won. The other women were not very happy with that either, because they're like, "Well, I thought this was a talent show. I guess I should have just kissed him." Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, which they do express at the nighttime portion. Mm -hmm. And. <laughs> And he's like, uh, my intention never was to just give it to the person who had the best talent, okay? It wasn't that she stuck her tongue down my throat, I swear, all right? <laughs> I deliberated with asking, all right? You can't just blame this on me. It's not just because I was super aroused when we made out. <laughs> uh, but I'm not fully convinced. <laughs> So we see him with Lexi. He said their connection feels effortless. So effortless. Oh. And also with Kelsey, the, both of them have the kind of the same sentiment as out of my comfort zone, and which makes sense. It's kind of not everyone is good at pageant stuff. Um, then he's with Maria, who actually gives him grief to his face <laughs> about it, which I appreciate. Yeah, some somebody somebody has to. She's like, well, I would have liked it better if it was a kissing contest because that's what you validated. And she's like, no, 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 that's not on the talent like you said. <laughs> I swear, I swear, it, it 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 was it was based on all the categories. Okay, was it just because you kissed me? Also, Joey said here he's very low key, which I had noticed as we've watched him. He's not like. 
I mean, I guess a lot of the bachelors kind of are, but he seems kind of soft-spoken also. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. So then he talks to Medina, and I guess, I don't know, somebody told Joey that Medina was involved with some drama, so he's wondering what that is. She doesn't really want to say, but um, says she's in a sticky spot, tells him about the age thing. <sighs> she how she felt invalidated and then said she felt like she was being bullied. That's not a loaded word whatsoever. But she declines to tell Joey that Maria is the one who supposedly made her feel bullied. <sighs> so I don't really think Maria was bullying her. Maybe pestering is a better word to tell her who told her. Yeah, I mean Maria is is pretty uh pretty bold and outspoken mm -hmm. and all of that. So, you know, I'm sure that doesn't always come across as as it's intended or or uh as you know, as she means to be perceived, but so now Joey, having heard that buzzword, is telling the group, hey, I've heard stuff. Tell me if there's something I need to know. Nobody says anything. And Kelsey gets the rose. So after Joey leaves, Medina, like, confesses. <laughs> <laughs> Which may, uh, might not have been the smartest uh, decision. I guess it was me. I was the one who ruined everything for everyone. So then there's the whole back and forth of like, I felt bullied, but I didn't say you bullied me. I just feel like that's kind of one and the same. If you say you felt bullied, you're implying that somebody bullied you. So I I, I mean I get I get that. I, I just I, I guess there is a, a slight distinction. You know, and she was trying to soften it a bit. So ver versus just outright being, yeah, th like, so I feel like saying someone was bullying you or that someone is a bully, that's, that's more loaded and like there's more intention there mm -hmm. is more cut and dried versus if you say, oh, I felt bullied. It's like there's there's more room for interpretation of what was going on with the other person. They maybe didn't mean it for mean for that to come across that way. So, yeah, on the one hand, it's like, well, is there really that huge of a difference? But I, I think that that was kind of the the point of it. Uh, it was just uh, trying to trying to soften that a little bit and say, oh, this is just how I felt. I don't I don't know how. Or what, mm -hmm. what she was trying to get across with that. So at this point, Sydney tries to jump in, which Maria did not appreciate. And this kind of all just went downhill. Sydney called her catty. And Maria's like holding her to that. Like, tell me when I was catty. Give me context for that. And so... She called uh, Maria called Sydney Missy troublemaker. <laughs> and eventually Sydney gets up and is like, if everyone wants to join me and leave this negative environment, and yeah. then nobody gets up. <laughs> well, yeah, because she, she's like, uh, I can't even be around this. I have to separate myself <laughs> from this toxic environment that I have created. <laughs> Yeah. And then tries to rally support around her, which completely fails. Not even Medina, <laughs> who is supposed, who she's supposedly being a champion for, right? Yeah. Not even Medina leaves, and and that's in in my opinion, that's that's one of the strongest indicators to me of sort of the truth of what's going on because right so much of the time all of the time it actually 
we're just seeing a small fraction of what's going on from the show. There's so much extra that we'll we'll never see. And so things are definitely crafted into a narrative. And it's not always very easy to parse out what the truth really is, right? Because this is it tends to be a messy environment. Bunch of people dating the same person, strong personalities, a lot of friction potentially. And so it's hard to tell what's actually going down. Are, is someone just getting a villain edit? Are they getting a villain edit unfairly? Is somebody else, you know, should be getting a vil- villain edit, but but they're not? And I just feel like in this case, the fact that there really is no support being voiced like at all really from anybody on Sydney's behalf, it just strikes me as showing that as kind of perhaps brash or kind of rubbing people the wrong way a little bit because of her personality that the cast does not believe that Maria is in the wrong here. <laughs> yeah, and Edwina left a comment on Instagram alluding to the fact that Sydney's accurate Sydney's edit is accurate. Oh boy. <laughs> so you know, and, and so I, there 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 were a lot of instances here where there wasn't a lot of support shown to Maria outside of people's comments in the you know, in the ITMs, but I think there's a lot of incentive to not get involved mm-hmm. <laughs> at this yeah. stage, even though you do believe that that she's, you know, in the right here. And so you'll say it in the ITMs, but you, you're not going to make a huge splash. But man, that nobody, not a single soul getting up to go, go with Sydney. Uh, that, that was, that was pretty... That was pretty telling to me. Yeah, for sure. You know, so that's real great. I also just think that, I don't know, especially as the episode went on, it just seems like Sydney is pretty stinking entitled, (laughs) or at least very self-righteous. And so she's like, she's determined that things went down in this way and so she has she has no capacity of admitting that she could have misinterpreted things because this whole thing is her like hearing from a distance a comment that maria made yeah she wasn't even in the conversation (laughs) and she's just taken and made this the entire the entire crux of the season's drama thus far when it seems, as far as I can tell, to not be justified in the slightest. Nope. Uh, es- uh, yeah, especially since, right, you could argue, well, maybe Maria was insensitive in that moment, right? Because Medina was expressing this, like, fear, this vulnerability of, like, the insecurity or fear of like being older than Joey and how that dynamic was going to play out and if she was going to be able to kind of forge a, a connection when so many other of the contestants are much younger and all this like right like age is kind of a sensitive topic for a lot of people because we get we get older every every year and, you know, we grow more and more hairs in weird places and our skin starts to droop and all this stuff. Age is great. And so that was definitely a moment for Medina. And I think Maria could have been more sensitive to that. But her her immediate thing was, oh, no, no. Like, that, come on, that's ridiculous. You're 
you're amazing and, and great and, you know, you should own your age because you're a great age and all this stuff. And here we are all this time later with Sydney just not letting go of this. I mean, Maria and Medina have like had a conversa conversations about this and are, are like friends again. Yeah, like they <laughs> they squash their beef the next morning. So for Sydney to still be like hanging on to this is kind of ridiculous, honestly. But yeah, I, that's you think that's, she just like doesn't think she's gonna go super far, so she's just trying to do as much as she can to get on paradise. I mean, it's it's a strategy. I mean, at the time they filmed this, they might not have known that Paradise might not be coming back. But that, oh. that was the can thought. You, <laughs> can you believe that if she if she legitimately did all of this to to be on Paradise, and then they don't bring Paradise back. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, and I feel like it also. I don't know. I was seeing I was seeing some stuff online that this has kind of bled into the real world a bit. Um because uh Sydney, I guess, has a like a owns an antique antique shop in New Jersey, I think. And apparently people were review bombing it. Oh my. See, that's the risk you run. If you have a business and you go on this show, you can't act like this because people on the internet are vicious and will mete out retribution swiftly. Yeah. Yep. You know, I've seen, you know, some screenshots of like people using the various uh, things Jesse was saying in the end tags, like, Kick Rock Sydney, stuff, oh like, stuff like that. <laughs> Rating one star. I mean, she, I think she had to like turn her comments off on her Instagram. She was getting blasted. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as much as I'm not a huge fan, I, I have a hard time identifying with, I guess, the internet mob mentality. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's, it's very, it's really bad. It's very strange to me. Uh, because at the end of the day, this is, you know, this is kind of a silly reality show. Yeah, it's not like, worth all that. <laughs> like, people can't separate, like, I know these are real people, but sort of like the character they play on the show. It's weird. And then to take time out of your day to just trash someone on the internet is, is a lot. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially since, right, as you mentioned, right, real people... But in a lot of ways, we're getting a, a character or a character a characterization, especially when you factor in the the editing arcs that people get. We like it really does become more of a character at that point because we're just shown what is necessary for whatever arcs they they have in the season. So to just take that and and run with it, I mean, I guess. Uh, we we could start a whole uh, parasocial psychology podcast. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> I mean, there there's uh, I'm sure there there's a huge amount of uh, of research or discussion so forth uh, on st stuff like that because um, that's I mean that seems like that sort of internet mom mentality where we go oh you don't like this person let's burn them to the ground it's a little scary you know so yeah perhaps she because my thought was like she came on the season to get exposure for her business oh yeah i'm sure they all came on a lot of these women have businesses but like if you get a villain at it, especially a villain at it like this, because it, it in a lot of ways it feels like a very pointless villain at it. It's like there's not really a whole lot of 
craft or I don't know be stuff behind it it just feels ridiculous so she's not even a good villain (laughs) (sighs) so next is Jen's one on one date love is a wild ride and their ride is surfing apparently uh huh yeah wouldn't you just love to go on a surfing date (laughs) well Jen is terrified of sharks odds of getting eaten by a shark while surfing are super low oh is that so (laughs) yeah you didn't answer my question though surfing date no not for me (laughs) you can wear a life you know how bad my balance is and how clumsy (laughs) i am do you think this is an appropriate date for me personally i mean you could have surfing fun wear a life wear a life jacket wear the the uh ankle bracelet that keeps you strapped to the board so you don't lose the board you'd be fine (laughs) chances of getting eaten by a shark very low (laughs) yeah but this was a real a real nice bonding experience for them yeah yeah lots of making out they shopped for i guess the wetsuits they rolling around on the sand after it was fun. I thought it was pretty funny at the beginning of all of that. Joey's like, yeah, so, like, if I lived by the ocean and, like, all these hypothetical things, this would could totally be something I might do with my significant other regularly. It <laughs> really like- <laughs> it sounded like... And a very specific question was asked to him in this interview to elicit that. Maybe so, because it was su- it was such a a vague hypothetical type. Yeah. Type deal. Like, yeah, I mean, if all these seventy five conditions were met, absolutely, <laughs> I would be surfing every day. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it. I thought it was a nice romantic date. I mean, I I wasn't a huge fan of them uh some of the kissing that went on as they're getting like washed away by poop water waves like <laughs> well that's not very sanitary we don't, we don't think about that that's though. not I, I do though that's the problem well, they didn't that's, that's not very sanitary <laughs> uh, yes fish so, poop in there at night time um she told how she's been in bad relationships and thought she was never going to be loved and because of the way she grew up which i guess i was slightly confused on the connection i guess this is more like it's the night portion and i have to tell like my story and somehow have to relate it um, back to like joey so Mm -hmm. she talked about her parents relationship and which was actually like sounded really toxic and hard to live in. Yeah, it's just I mean just just a little bit. Like her dad being in the basement for 6 years, separated from her mother, slamming doors, yelling. Sounds very traumatic. And consequently her dad is not part of her life anymore. Yeah, I mean, you you gotta you gotta come up with something to to be vulnerable about. It's just it's unfortunate that she actually had this in her in her life to share about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess good for getting the group like the the one on one rose, but not great from a mental health perspective. So yeah, that was. Some, uh, wow. So, oh, and then after they had the the drone show in the sky, which I thought was kind of cool. I had never seen that before. Even like the concept, I didn't know that was a thing. Really? No. You haven't seen like drone fireworks? No. I was like looking at it when it first came on like, what is this? It's not actual drones. fireworks. Drones. <laughs> drones. Yeah, that it's a pretty common thing at this at this point, getting more and more common as uh, that technology uh, 
becomes uh, more and more economically feasible. I liked it better than the fireworks. But you've seen stuff like that. This was, um, what's her face? Didn't didn't they have uh, a bunch of drone lighting before J-Lo jumped off the Super Bowl stadium roof or something? But that was no. wasn't that J Lo? I, I don't know. Or Shakira. Remember. One, wasn't one of the two of them that like jumped off? I'm... I thought maybe that was <laughs> Lady Gaga. Maybe I don't know. That's too. It's <laughs> too long ago now. I didn't think it was that long ago that this happened. I thought it was like in the last, like maybe even the last Super Bowl that they had a bunch of drone lighting. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, maybe my point is right. that it's just be, it's becoming more common, but yeah, but yes, that's why they were able, they're able to, you know, spell out words and I mean, it's, it's very cool technology for sure. Mm-hmm. And I get, I guess potentially, uh, depending on what sort of flight restrictions are around the area, I could see it being easier as long as you were at, you know, getting your authorizations early enough that it would, it could be easier to get authorization to do that versus actual fireworks is what mm. I was trying to say. <laughs> Makes sense. Because, you know, fireworks are explosives. And I would imagine, given the whole California, you know, being on fire thing for most of the past, like, decade now, it seems like, but they probably frown upon explosives. If I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. So next is the group date, our second group date. Uh-huh. Yes. Tennis. Such a surprise. A shocker. Mm. Yep, we've got V-roll of Joey hitting some balls. Oh, such a hottie. <laughs> been playing tennis since he was 13 and he brings out two tennis legends james blake and pam shriver to give the girls lessons Mm -hmm. because you have to we have to prepare for the first bachelor open yep and they will also double as commentators later oh of course so jesse teases that like there's something waiting in the locker rooms where they get changed. And I was uh, I was not prepared for what happened when they came out. Well, when he was saying that, I was like, they're, they got, they have to be in costumes. I just, like, where did they find these? So, like, we had the babies, Autumn and Daisy, with, like, the diaper and the bottle. It was very funny. We had Hot Dog and Bun starring Rachel. We had the beehive, Caitlin and Jess, and lobster and butter with Kelsey and Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess they really loosened up the rules of tennis for this tournament, which is it's understandable if you're dealing with a bunch of people who have not really played tennis much or ever. Um, so it was, it was your kind of tennis tournament you know where you don't have to serve it into <laughs> one little box yes, as, as, as you say so, so you don't have to care about all those extra li- unnecessary <laughs> lines uh-huh yes uh yeah because i i kept seeing i was like there that should have been a point for the other team <laughs> well this is the bachelor <laughs> open we don't have to adhere to U.S. Open rules. No, I mean the the point of it more was was the the fun aspect and and uh, being being silly with it and being a good sport and you know the costumes and everything like that, which I felt like I felt like that that was a, a success. Yeah, I, it was fun to watch. I don't, I don't know. I I guess I I'm a much bigger fan of stuff like this versus the stuff that tries to take itself more seriously. Like when they force all the women to like play football, for example. Like Oh yeah, that's brutal. Like most like why are you making these poor women do this? Like chances are 
almost none of them have done that. Why are you like, oh yeah, just go go out and concuss yourselves. Like take this super seriously. Like we, we said, like they had like actual injuries. It seemed like. Oh yeah, I've doing doing that. We've seen them with braces after the fact. They're like, yeah, we all got injured. We're right. all bruised. Exactly. So, I I don't enjoy that nearly as much because, again, you can't really expect. You just like get a bundle of people. It it seems ridiculous to just be like, okay, yeah, now and we're gonna pl- play this sport and take it super seriously and none of you have probably ever played this in your entire lives versus here you know yeah probably more people have at least hit a tennis ball a couple times than like actually donned full football gear but it still sort of uh, applies so making it about the the fun and the, the silliness and there was all sorts of silliness that like it was just enjoyable to watch you know Mm -hmm. and everyone was was into it and you know the the babies were were uh in their in their roles and all like everybody was just having a grand old time and so that's that's what i like to see and i hope i hope that they keep taking that into consideration i feel like this season has gone a lot better than most or all recently if we're watching and the contestants look like they're having a good time that makes it better like it's a better watch yeah right and and we've talked about this before where like yeah there's gonna be drama there will be there will always be some amount of drama because that's how these things go but we also don't want to just watch a season where everyone is miserable the entire time that's kind of what the the last bachelor in paradise felt like to a large extent it's just like everyone's just like yeah lying around angry miserable out of their minds and that's just not that's not fun to watch at all like i i have actually really enjoyed watching this season which unfortunately has been out of the norm for a bit now for me (laughs) watching the bachelor because it seems like everyone just hates their lives most of the time (laughs) and that's not enjoyable so i've been very very glad that this season has been going the way that it has because it makes it a lot easier to enjoy from an audience perspective. Feels it feels a lot less like work to have to watch a season with episodes like this where people are legitimately having a good time and enjoying each other and enjoying what they're doing. Mhm. So so Kelsey and Evelyn, Lobster and Butter win. Uh-huh. There were some comparisons to Venus and Serena on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I would go th- that far necessarily. I mean, obviously they were like joking or whatever, but I thought that I was mean, funny. Did, were they playing against the, the bee and the hive in the final? Um, They weren't playing against babies. I know that. So it, oh, it could have it could have been. <clears throat> actually, I think it may I think it was maybe Hot Dog and Bun that they were playing in the finals, but their opponents did not win a single game in the final. No. <laughs> they did not. Yeah, there are a lot there were a lot of good puns. There's just a lot of fun had by all. So the nighttime portion we see Joey with Caitlin, who informs him of her family curse. This is something I would have left in my brain <laughs> and not brought up. <laughs> but but you got to be vulnerable. I would have had to come up with something else. <laughs> wow. But, You're like, I would have made something yeah, up. The, I would not have admitted that. All of the women are single in her family. All of her mom's sisters and her mom. And they're relying on her to break the curse. Uh, no pressure, Joey. Uh, yeah, some, something tells me. She will not be breaking the curse. 
Yeah. I get. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I was, I was saying not. I wasn't trying to be super mean. I was saying, in from the season. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not that she will never <laughs> find love. I just want to be clear about that, given how, you know, people are prone to take things out of context. <laughs> I want to be very clear about that. We see him with Rachel, who gets her earring caught on his sweater, and the producer has to unhook them. <laughs> uh, better better than uh, getting braces tangled as you're kissing. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she says like he reminds her of her dad, actually. Uh, like... It's just weird to me. Hopefully a not little, sexually. No, just like the way her dad takes care of her mom. So she sees that same gentleness in Joey. Okay. So then you see him with Kelsey T. I guess he was showing her how to use the racket a little bit. And then with Daisy, they kind of continue their conversation about her implant and... She, like, lets him, like, take off the little rubber part so he can see the, the magnetic part. So he's, they still seem very smitten. Uh-huh. So back back on, you know, parent parent issues. Remember, remember was it Mike, Mike the Virgin? That was his name? Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, lead. You remind me of my mother. <laughs> but that one was weirder than this one. <laughs> I mean, I, I, look, I'll, I'll agree with you there because I, if I remember correctly, uh, she specifically mentioned, like, she specifically mentioned that she was, like, referring to, like, these positive qualities mm-hmm. that she saw in him versus, like, well, didn't he have like motherly touch or something like that where it was like Yeah, it was real weird. Yeah. So it wasn't quite as weird as that, but <laughs> that that uh that did pop into my mind here when you you mentioned that. Remember that they were like on a picnic or whatever and he she's she's like, Wow. Oh you you remind me of my mommy. As they're like nestled up yeah, to each other like, about to make out <laughs> yeah that was unfortunate yes it was it really really was so <sighs> caitlin gets the rose which surprised me i mean yeah i was a little surprised by that as well but i guess can't give it to daisy no. Show too much favoritism. Um, I don't know. So back at the mansion, Sydney and Leia are talking, and Leia is like fully on Sydney's side here. They're just chatting it up and So interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that you that you have that perspective. Oh, you I, didn't oh, you didn't think so? I, I guess I guess I kind of got the impression that Leia was trying to not be not be mean and also not really get involved. Like I don't know, it even, seemed like she was hyping her up like like when she said that thing about yeah, show them that you're a graceful, admirable, well-valued woman. I guess, I guess just the the tone of it didn't strike me as much of a hype up and more of just a like, kind of a gentle like pat on the head like, oh yeah, you're you're great. <laughs> don't don't bring me into this, and I mm-hmm. I could be I could be reading it wrong, but that's just sort of the impression that I got like from her body language. But, well, to me, they just seemed real chummy, like they were just huddled up and just kind of talking in hushed voices. 
Look, I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, after all, uh, I think I was seeing uh, Ashley I is a big Sydney supporter and was, like, friends with her before and, and, like, got her to go on the on the season yeah and there, she was like there must be a reason for how she's acting basically yeah okay there's stuff we're not seeing oh, okay okay <laughs> it's like well tell us i hate when people do that like i obviously we know there's like a lot that's get that gets cut out but like give us something you're like you don't see everything if you had seen everything she comes off way worse <laughs> Uh, so Sydney insists she is not the drama or the problem. <laughs> Girl, you are exclusively and entirely the problem. There would be no drama here on this season if it were not for you specifically doubling down on this and refusing to let this go. She also thinks Maria is intimidated by her, which really couldn't be further from the truth, I feel like. Right, and I, I just... The, to me at least, the the biggest way that Sydney comes off, like the worst way she comes off to me, is that she seems very. I don't know if necessarily manipulative is the right word, but she seems like she's very intent on like taking what's going on with her and projecting that on other people. So she's like, oh, Maria's just intimidated by me. It's like, girl, I'm pretty sure it's the exact opposite. Maria with her strong Italian eyebrows is, and her bold personality and telling it like she sees it, I think that scares you. <laughs> And then yeah. all this stuff she said, oh, I'm not, I'm not the problem. Everyone else is the problem. And even like when she's like, oh, whenever she hears Maria say something, oh, she's, she's manipulating again. Oh, she's manipulating. I, <laughs> I, I think I even saw she was, uh, she like posted on TikTok or Instagram this whole story about like talking about gaslighting. Yeah, she deleted that though. Yeah, because <laughs> Because, like, that, that is what you have been doing. You have, like, made this entire thing out of seemingly nothing at this point. Yeah, it's it's not going well for her. Nope, and it continues that yeah. way. The cocktail party turns into a pool party. This was so bizarre to me. KFC sponsored this. I have never seen such blatant product advertising. It's also just... Like, why? Why would KFC advertise on The Bachelor? Or why would The Bachelor... Why, like, why would you go, okay, we're going to have a pool party. You know what the what we should have at this pool party? We should have just heavy fried chicken. <laughs> Let's just... <laughs> Let's just load up on the the friedness. Yes. And so we're going to have a pool party and we're going to have a bunch of Instagram people there and we're going to serve them KFC. It just doesn't seem like it goes very well. I mean, they all appeared to chow down on the food. Yeah, but like how many of how many of these cast members do you think had eaten KFC in the year prior to this. <laughs> the two years prior to this. The five years. You see what I'm saying? I like, mean, the thing is, KFC isn't even, like, the premier, like, chicken fried place, right? I feel like they're below, like, Popeyes and I mean, other... they may not have Popeyes out there in L.A. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It just was like, I was just saw it. I was like, who? people still eat at KFC? <laughs> I guess so. But yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been. Yeah. And, and maybe we're just, we're just not, we don't have our finger on the pulse of, of fast food. 
<laughs> currently. It, it just it, it was an odd. It just yeah, pairing. it just seemed a bit out of place given the the people who would be forced to eat it and then just like pool party because it's kind of it's one thing if you're like okay we're like we're gonna have a barbecue i feel like it there's more room for heavy type stuff but if you're specifically having a pool party and wanting to people to like be in the pool just doesn't make a whole lot i will say that mac and cheese we saw them eating did not look appealing to me wow you're gonna you're gonna sit on this podcast and diss kfc mac and cheese i didn't like the it didn't look because it didn't look well obviously it's not homemade but it did not look that great to me the chicken looked good i mean i have not eaten at kfc in many years so i i can't comment on on the quality of it at this point just a little a little strange because they're like oh wow kfc my favorite i eat kfc all the time even though (laughs) i'm actually anorexic I mean, they even had um, like floaties. Yes, and like hats. The, cur- the kernel floaties. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, they brought. I didn't know KFC even had all that stuff to advertise themselves. It was a lot, mm-hmm. and we've just given them a whole segment of promotion. I, I know we were not paid either. <laughs> well, I feel like it wasn't quite promotion because you took a giant crap all over their mac and cheese. <laughs> But no, we're not sponsored by by KFC. Um, maybe we should maybe we should go to go to KFC at some point and see see what all the fuss is about. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, and and it would have been so great, except for Sydney had to go and ruin it. Yeah, she was out here spreading lies, at least from what we can see. So she says that Maria started attacking Medina, which I did not think was true. She said she was cool, calm, and collected. Like, (laughs) I didn't do anything wrong. I just sat back and watched this. And I was the victim because I became Maria's target. I feel like that's only true because you instigated things with Maria, but she left that part out. Yeah, this this is interesting to me because... Again, based on what we've seen, a lot of what she said here was basically just straight up made up, which I which I feel like isn't a super common thing on The Bachelor. Like you'll have people like may exaggerate or you know twist things to a degree, but to just straight up seemingly like lie about stuff is an interesting strategy mm-hmm. yeah because it, it, presumably he he's gonna watch this back at some point i know so embarrassing for her you know and i i mean i you know so far we've had a lot of radio silence from a cast who's trying to avoid getting tanked by all this drama but I, I am looking forward to the women tell all because oh, I yeah. I'm assuming that we're gonna hear some not so positive things uh, about Sydney during during that during that tell all. I mean maybe some negative things about Maria too. Maybe we'll be shocked. We'll find out that all along we were wrong. Sydney was a poor innocent baby and maria was a horrible monster but i i have a hard time believing that that will be the case me i don't see that happening she also said maria called her embarrassing weird and dumb (laughs) which we did not see so unless they just cut that out that's also a lie so i mean it just it doesn't seem super in maria's character based on what we've seen so far but and she also um did the self-righteous thing you mentioned earlier being like i held my composure <laughs> like i have the moral high ground uh-huh i'm incredible <laughs> everyone else is horrible so of course joey now has to pull maria because you know on its face that's not great to hear 
So Maria tells him, I have been bullied before in life and I would never do that to someone else. And said, I'm not being received as well as I thought I would. Which I don't think I've ever heard a contestant say that before. To me, Maria seems very smart. Like she knows how the show works. She's seeing like in real time, I'm being painted a certain way by somebody. She yeah. knows that's a bad thing. Yeah, which I mean, I I would hope that at this point, I mean, why this is this is Bachelor season twenty eight, right? Yeah, surely so. people have seen a couple seasons by now. If you're I gonna mean, go on the show, I would hope so. But yeah, I think she she knows what's going on. So yeah. at this point, she's like, if you like Sydney, you, there's no way you could like me. Like, we're two different people. And Joey's like. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. He's like, yeah, man, I guess maybe I should have asked Sydney more questions. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no crap. Mm-hmm. So he does say, though, that what Maria was telling him seemed more real than what Sydney was saying. So at least he was able to, you know, decipher through that some. Yeah, because, and maybe it just got cut out, but I feel like, I feel like Maria tends to be pretty authentic in how she presents herself and, uh, it just seems like she hasn't spent a ton of time just throwing out a bunch of words like people do a lot of the time where it's like, oh, somebody has beef with you. And it's just like, blah, blah, you don't know, I'm the most amazing angel. Oh, whoa. All this stuff where you're just like, well, I don't know about all that now that you've just spent – 20 minutes complaining and like put, put trying to try to spin things so at this point because of all this drama the pool party is over and really the colonel's the colonel's party really fizzled out here <laughs> and sydney's when there's like the whole group of them together sydney's like i've been attacked <laughs> so uh, ridiculous yeah this this whole thing where she keeps maintaining that there's this this mega thing that she just keeps she, she keeps trying to lay this to rest and squash this and she's just been affronted it's like every indicator that we have so far points to you are causing a bunch of problems sydney and you are doing exactly the opposite of trying to squash it you are trying to keep this issue going like everybody else is over it yeah she's fanning the flames for sure yeah and that's where i i i uh have a hard time believing good intentions there because it's like a lot of the time there's at least some amount of plausibility to pe different people's perspectives of an event, right? Because, of course, people experience things differently. But when you're, it seems like you're so detached from reality that you're just like, everything you say is the exact opposite of the evidence we have. <laughs> it just, it's very strange to witness. Oh, so, goodness. Time for the rose ceremony. So Caitlin, Jen, and Kelsey already had roses, and then Lexi, Leah, Kelsey T, Rachel, Medina, Daisy, Jess, Edwina, Autumn, Allison, Maria, and Sydney get roses. So Evan Evelyn unfortunately goes home. I cannot oh. I cannot believe they did her dirty like this after her magnif her magnificent athleticism last episode. I know. Her NFL level skills. I, I yeah. cannot believe that. Krista also went home. There was a third woman who went home, but I didn't catch her name. Because mm -hmm. we are down to 15. 
Over, so. over half of the women are gone. We've and lost 17. It looks like next week there's a two-on-one. Uh, which I, I, I don't want to brag or anything, but I did, I did call that. I was yeah. like, you know, yeah, he's, he's taking them both. We're going to get a two-on-one, and then what do we see in the previews? Yep, that two-on-one. Hopefully with Sydney getting sent back to New Jersey, where mm-hmm. she likely has her work cut out for her with Google trying to remove all of the, <laughs> all of the you know, false one-star reviews from her antique store. Uh, so that should be fun next mm-hmm. week. Next also, two-parter. I know. Four hours to watch. Which I don't know. Is that just because there's a Monday holiday at some point during the season that they have to work around? They have and have I, something I else. Don't know. Nobody have, seems to know why. Do they have anything special on like President's Day or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they're doubling up. I know. I imagine we will probably just combine that if I had to yeah. guess. So that'll be that'll be it'll be good though. You know, we can't we can't get enough of Joey. Such a great bachelor. No, it's it, it's nice it's nice to it's nice to have some excitement for a season. You know, I, I feel like we've been assaulted from all sides for a bit now here with uh with bachelor struggling of late sort of with the bubble seasons and and beyond and married at first sight being such a downer over the past recent seasons you know it's it's nice to have something to look forward to (laughs) i was like yeah let me let me I want a clear space in my schedule Monday nights. I want to actually watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, we're going to hear more about Sam's pooping and see everybody moping around the beach. Yay. <laughs> what a great time. A lovely, lovely way to spend a couple hours. You know, so uh, it's... I really hope this is a change of the trajectory. I sure hope so. Mm-hmm. Let's keep this up. Yeah, Bachelor Bachelor Nation has has been needing this, craving this. You know, we want good things for the franchise, so let's let's make it happen.